Welcome to Enjoying the Journey with Scott Pauling. True and lasting joy is only found in Jesus Christ, and God has designed the Christian life so that those who follow Him will not only enjoy the destination, they can also enjoy the journey. You see, we're all travelers in this world, and God has many wonderful truths to teach us along the way. For the next few moments, we turn our attention to the Word of God, the only roadmap for this journey. You'll find additional study helps and resources online at scottpauley.org. Join us now as we study the Scriptures together. It is our prayer that you will enjoy the journey. Memory is a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, it's one of God's great gifts to us. Uh, the devil knows how to uh, twist it to his own liking, you know. He wants you to remember things you need to forget, uh, to get stuck in your past. And he wants you to forget things you need to remember. He wants you to forget how good God has been to you. Uh, but in the end, we have to remember that God himself is the one who gave us memory. And memory has to be yielded to the Lord. It has to be used for Him and for His purposes in our life. With that in mind, we returned in our study to Philippians chapter number 1. Now we've studied the first four verses, and we've studied verses 9 through 11. And we've talked about where it all begins. It all begins with prayer. But if you're going to learn to enjoy the journey, not only do you have to pray, but the Apostle Paul suggests three days you must never forget. I want to show you those three days. Philippians chapter 1, verse number 5 says, For your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it unto the day of Jesus Christ, even as it is meet for me to think this of you all, because I have you in my heart, inasmuch as both in my bonds and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel, ye all are partakers of my grace. For God is my record, how greatly I long after you all in the bowels of Jesus Christ. Don't you love the heart with which the Apostle Paul writes? It's not just Paul's heart, friends. It's the heart of God. It's God's heart for me and God's heart for you. He doesn't want us to forget certain things. You know, we're all prone to forget things. People say the older you get, the more prone you are to that. I have found when it comes to spiritual things that we're all prone to forget at every stage in life, how quickly we forget the things we ought to remember. Now, this is one of the great secrets to the victorious, joyful Christian life. As a matter of fact, the Apostle Paul wrote to his son in the ministry, Timothy, in 2 Timothy chapter 1, and verse number 6, he says, Wherefore I put thee in remembrance, that thou stir up the gift of God which is in thee by the putting on of my hands. Now, I want to suggest to you today one of the ways to stay stirred up, you know, it's one thing to go to a church service and hear a great Bible message or hear a beautiful song about Christ and get stirred up, but the great challenge in life is not getting stirred up, it's staying stirred. How do you stay stirred? Well, one of the secrets to that is through remembrance. Here is words, I put thee in remembrance that thou stir up the gift of God. Interestingly enough, that same principle is revealed not only through Paul, but through the Apostle Peter. Uh, Peter wrote to believers in 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse number 3, he begins talking about all they have 
in Christ, all the fullness that is theirs. Verse 4 talks about the exceeding great and precious promises. Uh, verses 5 through 7, he talks about all the things you should add to your faith. And then listen, please, beginning in verse number 8 of 2 Peter 1. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacketh these things is blind and cannot see afar off and hath forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. You see, there's a great danger in our forgetfulness. In the Old Testament, God was concerned that Israel would forget the Lord. Why do you think there's so many things God gives us as object lessons of remembrance? That's what the tabernacle was for in the Old Testament. That's what the temple was for in Jerusalem. It's what the Lord's Supper is for. This do in remembrance of me. It's what baptism is for. We remember the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And Peter goes on in 2 Peter 1 verse 10, Wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, ye shall never fall. For so an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Do you want an abundant entrance to heaven? I'm not asking do you want to go to heaven. I'm asking when you get there, do you want an abundant entrance? Well, listen to this in verse number 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though ye know them, and be established in the present truth. Yea, verse 13, I think it meet as long as I'm in this tabernacle to stir you up by putting you in remembrance. Do you see the same principle here? If you want to stay stirred up about the Lord, stirred up about the goodness of God, then you have to exercise your memory. You know, memory is like a muscle. If you don't exercise it, it gets flabby, it gets weak. Uh, it gets uh, to the point where it's not functioning properly. So you have to be intentional about the use of your memory. You need to go back and rehearse the goodness of God. You need to remember certain things about the Lord. Now it's interesting, but in Philippians chapter 1 in our study, the Apostle Paul connects remembrance with three specific days. Three days. Here they are, verse 5, for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day. That's the first thing. Then he says, from the first day until now. So that's the present day. And then verse 6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. That's the third day. It's the day we're going to see Jesus face to face. So the three days you must never forget, number one is the day of your salvation. Number two is the day of Christ. That's the day you're going to see the Lord face to face and your salvation will be complete on that day. Hallelujah. Uh, you, your body will be redeemed. But the third day is today, this very day. Now, I want to go back and talk with you more about each one of these days over our next broadcast, but I want to give you a little challenge. I want you to go back on your own time to the book of Acts, to Acts chapter number 16, and I want you to read the account of the Apostle Paul showing up in Philippi on the very first day. The first day they ever heard the gospel, the first converts that were saved there, the first people that believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, I want you to read that account for yourself in Acts chapter number 16. Because what the Apostle Paul is doing in Philippians chapter 1 is he's taking them back to the first day. May I say to you that if you're going to move forward for Jesus Christ, if your future is going to be bright and strong in the Lord, you must never forget the first day, the day that Jesus Christ 
saved you from your sins. Friend, there's joy in that. And I hope today you'll go back to the first mile marker on your journey with Jesus and rejoice again in the goodness of God to you from that very first day until now. It'll help you, dear friend, to enjoy the journey. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Enjoying the Journey. The only thing that matters in this world and in eternity is your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. If you have never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, would you repent of your sin and by faith take Him as your Savior? Friend, God loves you and Jesus died for you. He died for your sins and rose from the dead so that you could have eternal life. You do not have to journey alone. Jesus will come into your life to be your constant companion. Simply pray, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. God promises that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you do know Christ as your Savior, He wants you to walk closely with Him. It is the only way to enjoy the journey. You may listen to today's Bible message again, as well as others in this series. Simply visit scottpauley.org today for resources that will encourage your faith and equip you to take the next step for Christ. If you have made a decision today or would like additional help, we would love to hear from you. Email us at connect at scottpauley.org or write to us at 1038 North Eisenhower Drive, Beckley, West Virginia, 25801. We will continue studying the Word of God together next time. And until then, may God help you to enjoy the journey.